because by end of the day mm. when a normal regular uh, middle class or anybody person walks in or thinks of a chai at, at the end of the day probably all he wants is a regular cutting chai mm. nobody is going to walk in and say oh my god i have had such a tiring day give me one moroccan mint tea please business sports entertainment music style you're listening to the zazpreneurs podcast where we showcase the lives of the doers their journey their struggles their inspiration their hustle and the grind Hello everyone. I'm Rohit Thakur, the host of the Zazpreneurs podcast. For a third episode, we have with us Tejas Degwekar. Hi Rohit. Hi. Founder of Chai, the way you like it. With five outlets in Pune, my first question to you is, what made you start Chai? Okay. To start with, I would like to tell you I haven't done a hotel management degree. Hmm. Or for that matter, I did not have any kind of restaurant experience. I was a software engineer. Mm. I've changed two companies before I actually started Chai Cafe uh, 7 years back. So mm. Chai Cafe started in 2012. Mm. Recently in January we completed 9 years to the whole uh, Chai Cafe uh, Chai Cafe concept. Thank you so much. Uh, so back then when we started the whole Chai Cafe concept has come into picture because of my love for food. Mm. I love cooking. Mm. I love cooking and I love chai basically. Mm. but along with that i also had a very big uh, driving factor which was like i wanted to see so yeah the basic thing was i was always inclined towards starting something of my own mm. on the hospitality side mm. i have worked for 7 years in it industry mm. and i also want to mention that last one year of my it uh, job mm. was the same overlapping year when even chai cafe was in existence the whole idea behind opening a chai place was that not as i mentioned i not only love cooking i love chai also but i had a bigger picture once we started thinking about having a whole chai cafe concept i also figured out that chai is not really at a level where coffee hmm. is for people or at least Especially coffee at that, at, at that time when where coffee was at hmm. that time i actually wanted to see chai at a level where coffee was treated at mm. at a global platform mm. so that dream was also very big driving force for me to come up with the whole chai cafe mm. concept to add to this chai cafe is not really my first venture mm. before chai cafe i had taken a franchise of another brand which was not really in pune it was in goa and i failed miserably mm. in the whole concept in the whole ordeal i lost about 18 to 19 lakhs that's huge which belonged to my father mm-hmm. which was a bigger problem to me uh, nevertheless my father has always been supportive mm. this franchise venture also when i did i was working back then as well mm. but then after it failed it's it left a mark in my mind in my in my heart that even with the passion that i have for food for cooking for chai mm. i 
had failed so i took big lessons from the first failed venture uh, but then that's when my passion or my love for chai came into the picture mm-hmm. i again wanted to do something that's when my wife suggested now the second time instead of going for a franchise mm-hmm. why don't you do something of your own mm-hmm. you make your own name mm-hmm. think about that one thing that you like first thing that came to my mind was chai mm-hmm. that's when we thought of coming up with the whole chai cafe concept how much was that first venture a learning curve for you to make the second venture what it is it's not that the entire success is reliant on that failure of yours but that would have been a major factor in this journey right definitely so as i said i have always wanted to go towards the hospitality side i thought starting something which is more of a franchise based would reduce the problems mm-hmm. or will have lesser problems to face but then over the time i realized or rather you can say after the failure i realized that the biggest problem of my first venture was the place i chose was not reachable mm. on immediate basis for me mm. my first venture was in goa whereas i was staying in pune, pune. Mm. so you know when you're doing something for the first time without any prior background it you should i mean you would rather have it more accessible to you at any point of time if at all something goes wrong or much before that because you want to have a first hand experience of what you really think of doing mm. see i started it but i did not start it on my own efforts mm. with my own efforts in the mm. venture it all started with hired people from outside so let me rephrase my question would chai have reached what it is now if you hadn't started that first venture probably chai wouldn't be there into picture if i wouldn't have started the first venture when i started first venture that's when i realized that it's not just that i like i had an inclination towards going towards the hospitality mm-hmm. side but only after started my first venture that's when i realized no i really want to be in this side mm-hmm. on this side of the whole scenario mm-hmm. see being in it industry i was earning well mm-hmm. i was definitely earning well back then 7 years back my salary was 70000 I had confidence that at end of the month even if I haven't gained a name on 30th of every month I will be 70000 hmm I will be richer by 70000 hmm. every end of the month hmm so there was the intention to start a new venture towards hospitality side was never to earn money hmm that's what I realized after the failure of my first venture that I really wanted to be here that's what made me think of another concept and that's how chai cafe came into existence yeah the lessons that i learned from the first venture the failure lessons mm. will always stay with me will always guide me throughout the journey they also guided me throughout mm. the journey till whatever seven years have crossed and in the future and in the future too i brought this point because i personally love failures to elaborate that point what happens is when entrepreneurship is inside you these failures are a learning curve and they make you innovate True. in a way that you have never thought before correct you learn from those mistakes True. if you want an entrepreneur if that wasn't inside you you would have given up and then been on a stable path definitely and this brings me to my second very important point which is very fascinating of you Starting a new venture on the sidelines of a corporate job. 
people are of this uh, on this path of stability where they're like we cannot quit our jobs and start our new venture because we are reliable on those financials correct which is true correct and now i think you have made that very big example that you can start something and work until this becomes stable and you make this a full time job correct definitely so one very big thing that adds up to what points you've given is that if you're planning to do something of your own leaving a very stable job first thing you will probably require is support from your family hmm. because they are the one if at all you fail hmm. they are the first ones who are going to stand by you hmm. that's what happened with my first venture i wouldn't have gotten or i wouldn't have gathered all my guts to start my second venture even after a big failure in my first venture hmm. so yeah i was afraid i did think twice to even start hmm. my second venture but then trust me this fear is what drives you hmm. fear of failing uh, fear of not being able to accomplish what you have thought of what you're dreaming of is what pushes you to actually go towards go closer towards your goal hmm. so yeah that drive is necessary, necessary very much what was your initial investment when you started chai the first outlet talking figuratively i will give you the investment in a minute but before that let me tell you my biggest investment in starting chai was the focus that i had to put in hmm. it took a lot of focus to make chai cafe what chai cafe is today hmm. and i am still running chai cafe even after 7 years considering the roots where we started hmm. figuratively uh, because it was going to be as i mentioned we had faced a loss of about 17 18 hmm. lakhs initially now the second time when i was actually thinking of starting something i gave it a thought i wanted the whole thing to be done up by my own savings my hmm. own money hmm. i had put in about 4 lakhs of my saving hmm. a lakh and a half i guess came from my wife and i did again take a couple of lakhs from my father he was very cooperative very supportive with the second venture also and yeah supported so enough to invest so something about 8 lakhs about around you can say about 7 to 8 lakhs is what i had invested do follow us on facebook and instagram at zazpreneurs when you thought of starting your venture that was during your job correct what were people's opinions back then so primarily what forced is i mentioned this before also i had a very good job back then i was earning about 70k 9 years back 7 years back we are talking about but there comes a time when you start thinking you have enough from monetary point of view but then you haven't really achieved anything from uh, recognition point of view hmm. you know corporate culture i i wouldn't want to demean any of the cultures but then your corporate culture is way too different in a corporate company you're just a drop in an ocean you're probably doing a very small part of a very big thing hmm. that left me with a constant feeling of not having job satisfaction that's the reason why we thought of a concept which was more passion driven than just being another venture hmm. 
that's what made me look into this side mm. of my own self that what is that one thing that can bring me joy or job satisfaction mm. that's when i thought of leaving it yes it was it indeed was opposed by my own people also not really opposed but yeah you see especially elders mm. they do have certain thinking back then when we started chai cafe i was selling chai for about 40 rupees mm. whereas a regular irani cafe or irani chai joint or a regular chai cafe was selling it for max 5 to 10 10 rupees maximum my mother in law was one of them who was very worried hmm. and kept on telling my wife why is he leaving a stable job why is he starting a cafe and that too is going to sell chai for 40 bucks <laughs> who is going to come <laughs> like who is going to have chai for 40 rupees whereas you are getting it for 5 rupees and 10 rupees hmm. but then yeah, it, it was the case wherein i knew i can do it and i knew these are the things or these are the people or these are the situations which i have to overcome to show that what i am thinking of is doable mm. and can be done mm. i want to get a little personal why because this is the biggest factor when people start to do something of their own this is where they don't get the support this is a majority of the people why do you think your father supported you the second time also because he was coming from a stable government job scenario your okay. grandfather i believe also was on the same path yes why do you think your father supported you the second time see when you have passion some people say it for the sake of saying it hmm. but when you really have passion towards something it shows hmm. it does show hmm. it doesn't mean that even after having passion for something you will not fail you will fail hmm. you can fail at any point of time mm. like i'm not saying i might not fail now mm. but when the passion is seen so strongly i believe after that people are not really left with a choice but to support mm. a person who is who is at least showing that he is so strongly driven by the passion that he has mm. i guess that's what made my father also support me back then my my father my wife mm. at the start of the interview you mentioned that uh, you didn't have a educational background in this sector right that's absolutely you true. haven't done any job or an internship or a kind of an experience right. have any experience in this field right for me it's the very same because i don't have a background in digital marketing or marketing per se i never did a job or an internship in any other agency to learn the know how right it was all a day to day learning for me learning from the clients the clients were fortunately very open very supportive when they knew that we were new in the market but we were coming with a very innovative approach because we didn't have the traditional uh, mindset with us we used to be very innovative we used to do things out of the box why i'm saying this is because there are people who run after degrees who run after experiences they want to make their resume strong and yet the people we know are quite the opposite from who are actually doing in this field right what are your thoughts on that see education is important mm. first of all mm. education is definitely important education is important because we are still learning correct no one is an even a person with a 20 years of entrepreneurial experience will never say that i have made it because it's a learning experience and not just practical learning but he is theoretically learning also with networking connections his mistakes whatsoever right but there's a huge 
thinking gap also between these two scenarios right correct so yeah you you said it right there are few who want to start early there are few who want to learn mm. the understanding matters there are few who feel or they, their understanding tells them that if you are going to learn it theoretically first like for example an mba mm. where they teach you more about business mm. and strategies and statistics and all that mm. you will be better prepared to do the business but eventually what is going to matter is how much practically you are going to be able to implement what you've learned theoretically mm. some people have confidence like you or i can count myself also in it right now no, that we were confident enough we were confident enough back then that see i have a uh, basic engineers degree mm. i'm i'm not really sure what but mm. you are educated that's the point when i felt that i can i got the job mm. i got the job immediately after getting the degree i didn't have to do any post grad anything mm. that was the first confidence booster for me that i knew with a degree mm. with a bachelor's degree i have gotten a good job i was with a very good company immediately after i came out of my college so that was one thing that made sure that i don't really need higher education post a bachelor's degree i can get a good job at this point as well mm. if done well your promotions could also happen or you can push yourself also to better places mm. but there is a certain set of people who probably feel or it might even be true that they want to safeguard themselves by having the knowledge theoretically first rather than directly falling into something mm. practically at hand mm. like i started chai cafe mm. i didn't have any knowledge mm. so whatever knowledge i've gained i've gained through my own mistakes mm. it was like trial and error you try it if it fails then you try the other way mm. i didn't have any knowledge there's a very high possibility i could have saved some part of it if i if i would have had a uh, little knowledge towards that side but then rest assured whatever knowledge i've acquired through my failures is going to stay for a longer duration now i exactly know what i shouldn't be doing mm. you know i've got that hands on of what shouldn't happen to not fail again mm. do you think on this point that having a background in this sector could have fast forwarded this entire process for you or you could have been at a bigger stage do you have that thought in your mind i never really gave it a thought really because after i started chai cafe i did not have time to really sit and think <laughs> whether i should have been more educated towards this line or no see i've done engineering hmm. if i would have had to stick around for something which was going to keep me towards the engineering side of my life i would have probably even thought of doing engineering again hmm. you getting uh, the post graduation part hmm. i mean but after i started chai cafe it was only and only because i i had love towards that thing hmm. i didn't want to make the whole thing like let's say for example if i would have done hotel management then that also would have been a job for me hmm. not a passion driven thing probably hmm. it was raw yes i agree it was raw but then i never felt that i should have gone for hotel management one of the reasons also could have been when chai cafe started chai cafe till now is all about simplicity you will not see complex foods complex dishes uh, complex plating complex kind of a serving till now it is all about 
basics mm. and since i was sticking to the basics since i was sticking to my gut feelings it all came with the feelings i really didn't need any education mm. about what i'm going to serve like we had basic menu we had chai banmaska maggies all the maggi recipes that you see on the menu half of them have been put on the paper by my wife mm-hmm. half of them have been put by me mm. till now any and every recipe that you see on chai cafe menu is a complete in house recipe there hasn't been any chef on board who designed a recipe and then gave it to me absolutely not n- not a single item so i i don't think i actually ever thought that i should have done hotel management that could have changed you for changed the worse maybe maybe little bit but not really as much you could have been a little more formal towards yes. the approach maybe see the only thing because i am not really towards the complex foods if i ever think of doing complex foods i feel as a chef as a learned chef they have a better knowledge of what blends well with what mm. like those tedious combinations but as i said chai cafe is all about basics mm. i can vouch for that i've been a customer for 6 years great great to hear that so it's all about simplicity i never really felt that i should have had hotel management background as such this podcast is brought to you by zaz media a digital agency from pune india we can help grow your business on social media check us out at zaz media let's yeah. uh, let's get back to chai the brand you mm-hmm. started this 7 years ago that is 2012 2012 jan yes chai became mainstream in 2014 correct and has been mainstream since then correct and maybe now in the future also definitely and with that there has been a uprise of chai brands also true how has that been a competition for you and how much of an effect that was on your brand see first and foremost when you are being copied or when somebody is trying to replicate you or be on the same lines what's the first thought that comes to you that you've done something good enough that people felt like copying it mm. or people felt like doing the same thing mm. when i started chai cafe i didn't really want to do business mm. i didn't really want to earn money as i said i left my job and i started doing this my primary aim was to earn a name mm. my primary dream was to also see chai at a very different level mm. like it should be on a global platform it should be more known it should be more acceptable more accepted in the society on the same levels as a coffee cafe is established now having said that my dream was to see chai cafe i don't really look at these people as a competition hmm. with uh, so many outlets of yevle and prema chacha and n number of hmm. chai brands coming hmm. into market i can probably say that yes i see my dream coming closer to being achieved or coming true hmm. eventually competition is always going to be there in the market but then yeah you stick to your roots and you follow your gut Compet- a healthy competition will always keep you on top of the game hmm. unless you have no competition unless you have no reference you will never know to what limits you have to push yourself hmm. आज ये लोग सब मार्केट में है इसलिए मुझे पता है दो चीजें कि मुझे क्या करना है और मुझे क्या नहीं करना है सो या इट्स अ गुड थिंग दैट नाउ ऑल ऑफ अ सडन चाय हैज बिकम द रेज द क्रेज ऑफ द मार्केट 
and I see the whole thing taking up shape more towards the you know whole mm. chai culture. Yeah, feels good, no? I'm I'm happy for it. There's a uh, trend right now in the chai industry of having different types of chai, mm. and your tagline is the way you like it. Correct. And you are serving the basic component of chai. The correct, way correct. We so we ask I've, I've had I have had so many people asking me. Why haven't you included more varieties of chai? There's mm. hibiscus tea, there's Moroccan mint tea, there's Egyptian tea, there is uh, silver tea, there is there are n number of teas available. Mm. My idea was never to create a chai boutique. Mm. It was never to have a chai boutique wherein there will be a shelf of hundreds of different types of tea uh, kept mm. over I don't know what duration of time because by end of the day, mm. when a normal regular uh, middle class or anybody person walks in or thinks of a chai at the end of the day probably all he wants is a regular cutting chai hmm. nobody is going to walk in and say oh my god i have had such a tiring day give me one moroccan mint tea please there very very hmm. rare chance yeah so yeah to keep up to the name the whole idea was to have that one cup of chai the way you like it hmm. till now even after 7 years there have been a couple of varieties which we included Hmm. but they are not those fancy fancy or the exotic kind of teas that have come on chai menu hmm. they'll always remain the basic ones hmm. and we'll try to serve you it chai the way you like it nice now chai has four outlets in total in pune correct what are your thoughts during this growth phase let me elaborate what is that thought that comes to your mind that now is the time to open up another outlet or now is the time that i need to give another outlet as a franchising what is that thought that comes to your mind now is the time right uh, so see having said we already become competitive enough the market has become competitive mm. enough on the front as far as chai being a mainstream food mm. when i started chai cafe my intention was definitely not giving out franchises as soon as possible mm. my whole aim was to have as many outlets i can manage under my own umbrella so i can manage them with as much personal touch to the outlets because franchising also means you're going to give out uh, your baby to somebody else who might or might not have or share the similar passion mm. for the venture that you've carried out till now mm. for me when i opened my own outlets i knew i was ready for the second one when the operations of the first one came to a smoother level mm. wherein i felt that yes that was oh, by the way that was also the first year when i was doing my job and the first chai cafe side by side mm. there came a time when i knew my venture has actually taken a good shape it is self sustainable mm. i can open up second outlet and it's time to leave the job mm. that's when i opened the second outlet now by the time i opened second outlet there have been quite a few incidences instances that uh, a lot of people approached me that for franchises but then as i said i was not really looking at giving out franchise and making it just spread mm. my whole intention was to keep it under control the way i wanted to keep it so for good 3 years I did not give any franchises. We opened the third outlet, which is the Korega Park Chai. After which, we finally gave uh, one franchisee, which is the Vimanagar outlet, mm. and then I gave the second franchisee, which is the Bawdan outlet. Yes. 
so basically for me when a particular outlet has become self sustainable when you think it is uh, it the operations have become smooth enough wherein it has gotten the amount of footage the amount of uh, footfall mm. that it deserve it has gotten mm. that's the time when i think of moving towards a new place did you seek external investment during your growth phase or was it all on your own no i absolutely did not uh, seek external investment as i said all that went into first chai mm. either came from me or my wife mm. or my father mm. the reason why i did not go for external investment is because there was a fear fear is good mm. fear is what i think has been driving me so mm. far mm. the fear because i had failed the first time second time also i had the same fear what if mm. i take external money and i fail the second time mm. this fear is what kept me going kept uh, me pushing myself to achieve what i actually wanted to achieve so that's the reason why i never never really wanted to go for uh, external funding or an external investor right from the beginning mm. so far i haven't really taken external investment at any of the chai outlets mm. and inshallah uh, as my wife says she's my I've married a irani muslim as she says uh, if you've done well so far inshallah in future also we'll try and do as much mm. we can with the rolling investment or with the money that already lies with us instead of so we want to see chai on the national level inshallah. and on the global level <laughs> what are the problems that you have faced in this industry being in the hospitality industry and how have you coped up with them the actual problem that i faced is when i started chai cafe because the name was so connecting to everybody chai we are living in a tea drinking nation india mm. everybody drinks chai mm. 90% people drink chai mm. name being so common i did have every kind of crowd walking in including the labor class the rickshawalas the postman asking for weird things like bhai aapke paas rice plate hai kya <laughs> आपके पास वड़ा पाव या फिर पोहे है क्या ये वो सो इनिशियल नॉदर एम अगेंस्ट एनी ऑफ दीज पीपल कमिंग इन बट इन इट डिड द ड्रीम दर आई थॉट ऑफ ऑफ टेकिंग चाइट टू दोज काइंड ऑफ पीपल हु आर ट्रीटिंग कॉफी टू अ डिफरेंट लेवल टू कल इटल टाइम बिकॉज द नेम दर आई चोज वॉज सो कनेक्टिंग दैट एनी बडी वुड वॉक इन सो दैट द phase where i struggle a little bit to actually make people understand the brand that it's a cafe it's a brand it's mm. not a roadside chai tapri where in probably you would get for uh, chai for 10 rupees aa gaye aa gaye theek hai fir lekin wo puchta tha chai kitni 40 rupees ki chai mm. now it's for sure that a labor class person is not going to have mm. chai worth 40 bucks so i had a lot of people walk out also that time mm. that that was the problem we can count our podcast your inspiration now entrepreneurship is a lonely path it has its dark days true and uh, usually people say that you should seek guidance from others right was it the same for you and who did you seek inspiration from and i'm especially asking this because of having no like, no background no experience we tend to seek more inspiration from others correct so as the guiding force see back then probably i wasn't even aware of the word entrepreneur mm. it's people like you you yourself are an entrepreneur now it's people like you who make people like me the entrepreneur you see mm. i didn't even know the word entrepreneur existed back then mm. all i knew 
was I wanted to have something of my own. And maybe the lack of knowledge is what played in my favor that I didn't have knowledge of who can help me or what can help me, which made me do everything the way it came to my mind. Hmm. It's very raw. It's very organically done. There's, it's very recently that even to do the interiors and the, the decor part that you see, hmm. I have started hiring an interior designer. Hmm. Till now, the initial four outlets of Chai were all designed by me and my wife. There was no external interior designer included. There was no architect involved. Hmm. It was all done organically. It was all done by us. Probably if I would have known more, that's the time when I would have felt that I had this But you can say now that the lack of knowledge of all these things also played in my favor. That I knew I had to do it myself. And this is the only way how I can get it done. Log lao, tumko jaise chahiye, waisa kaam karake, lo. Waise hi aage jana hai. Now there was no agency which I could hire or bolde da, dekho, you have to handle my operations and my accounts and my interiors and my this and that. No. Because I didn't know about it. For me, I was the one man cho who was handling accounts, interiors, everything. There are two two types of people when you said this, no? There are two types of people. One is who doesn't differentiate between any kind of a job right. when it's all on your own. Right. So whether it is cooking or serving or cleaning tables, you feel this is all part of me. I have to do it. Right. And a second type of person who who says that this is not my work. Correct. My work is to do this. Even if this is your own brand, this is my work. And I have to focus on these points only. Right. And the other things they don't cover in my base basically. True. So, the difference between two kind of people who are talking about is the first ones who you said they are ready to do any kind. Mm. I, when I opened the first chai, right from cleaning tables to doing jhadu in the outlet, mm. I have done everything. Mm. The first outlet of chai had only one external guy who was hired for kitchen. Mm. Apart from that, it was me, my wife and my sister, mm. sometimes my brother, who were involved in the whole operations part. Mm. So we've done right from serving customers to cleaning the tables to cleaning the outlet to even prepare few things in the kitchen. We've done it all. Mm. The reason to do this is, as I said, I really was looking for job satisfaction. I didn't have a goal to achieve. I wanted to do something which is going to give me happiness. Mm. And probably for me, this is these are the things which gave me happiness. Mm. So, I, I didn't want to reach a particular goal here, either gaya, wah, I've reached, <laughs> done. That was not the point. Second type are the people who have goals set in their mind that this is what I have to achieve. Now to do this, who will do this, who will do this, who will do this. Hmm. I am only going to oversee the work that is happening, which is also not a bad thing. Hmm. If you have the capacity to invest that much, if you have the confidence that you can manage those people, the way probably you yourself would have done something, go ahead. It's it's not really a problem. But then yeah, definitely there are two types of people. Hmm. I enjoyed the whole journey part of the thing. I still do it. I mean, it's not that after seven years, four outlets, 
I am shy of serving somebody or mm. I am shy of taking any orders or I do everything myself. I I'm, I still do everything myself. Plus, I also feel when the entire journey is passion driven, and when your focus is on creating value, the money is a byproduct of that journey. True. It's not that you are focusing that I have to earn this much. Exactly. And this is my end goal. Exactly. It's so a byproduct. Exactly. So when I said I left a good earning job, that simply means my focus was not the money. Hmm. But then I was rest. I mean, rest assured, I knew that if I follow what is driving me, if I follow my instincts. money will be the byproduct of what exactly i'm trying to achieve mm. so yeah it came in but it came in as a byproduct my focus was not on earning mm. earning money mm. it came in as a byproduct i want to go a little behind in your journey phase when did you get that first calling even during your first venture how long after your corporate job did you get that calling that i want to experiment with a venture In any in the hospital industry, but even more so when you get that calling that I want to do something else. Uh, are we talking about the first venture? First venture. The first venture. The first venture. Yeah. The the failed venture. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's the same thing. I I think by then I had worked for about six, five and a half, six odd years in corporate. Mm-hmm. By then, when I started my first venture, first one, not mm-hmm. second. Yeah. yeah. So um, what was that thought? Of? What was that calling? That now I want to do something else. It's the job satisfaction. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. When you're doing, when I was doing IT job, one thing that lacked was it was a very, it was a very scheduled thing. Nine mm-hmm. o'clock office, six o'clock back. Nine o'clock office, six o'clock, eight o'clock back. Mm-hmm. And what you eventually it was very difficult to take this in that what I was doing was a very small part of a very big thing. I was mm-hmm. just a drop of a big ocean. Mm-hmm. that's when i thought i it's high time to get the job satisfaction i really need to do something that i'm going to love doing hmm. that's what sparked an idea of starting a venture there are two statements okay one is love what you do second is do what you love what do you think is the difference between these two statements so far what whatever we've been going through this interview i would go for do what you love mm. because it starts with what you are loving mm. it starts with what you love that's what you have to continue doing mm. but if you actually have to love what you do like if we are only looking at the chronologically how it is placed mm. love what you do mm. that means you've been asked probably to love what you're doing mm. you which you might have to adapt to mm. I personally believe if you instead do mm. something that you love it will be a much easier thing to do. Mm. So what if people are not able to figure out what they love? They should not leave their stable jobs till then. <laughs> <laughs> See if you're not sure of what you love to do mm. that means you're not ready for it. Mm. You're not ready for it. There is no then you will end up with loving what you do. Mm. like you got to do something and then figure out if you're loving it or no mm. you won't be pushed ahead any kind of liking towards it you'll probably have to build it whereas the second in the second case it's we're talking about doing what you already love mm. and that that gives you the energy to do even more exactly we've spoken of the past now we've spoken of the present now have to speak of the future what's next for you and what's next for chai 
See, I've always followed the 3C rule. Choice, chance and change. Mm. I made my this choice. This is the first time I have heard these new 3Cs. <laughs> so, yeah, I have followed it. Choice, chance and change. I made my choice few years back. I took a chance on it. Mm. And now I finally believe, since we are talking after 2014, mm. whatever chai culture or whatever uh, these many chai outlets have come into picture, now I see the change happening. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I will. I think I will continue to follow the same uh, thing ahead as well, making my own choices, take a chance with the choice, mm. and try and figure out whether it brings out a change. I love this new three season. <laughs> I think I'm going to use this as my own right. mantra also. Right. What was it again? Choice, cha- chance, chance and change. Change. Lovely. Last question, and this is directly to the audience, so you can look in the camera. Oh, before that, I also want to tell you now, having followed that choice, chance and change, the kind of change I'm talking about is every week. I'm not, I'm not gloating. Hmm. Every week, I'm meeting at least two people. Who are seeking advice on how can they go ahead with starting their own business, mm. which I feel proud about now that I've reached. I, I I am at a stage now. See, I haven't achieved at par, but whatever stage I've reached, I am at least people at least are thinking that I'm capable enough to give them the right advice mm. when somebody else wants to start a new business. Mm. In a month, at least I'm meeting two to three people who are asking me about franchising. In a week, I am meeting about a couple of people who are asking me for advice, hmm. how they can start their own business. Hmm. It feels good. So yeah, I I will I think I'll continue with the with the motive motto that I was continuing hmm. with so far. Nice. One last question. But answer this directly to the camera, yes. to the audience. You're speaking yes. to the audience. Yes. This one. Yes. Tell me. What's the word of inspiration for the upcoming entrepreneurs? And not just for the upcoming entrepreneurs, for the people who want to be entrepreneurs are and are in the corporate world right now. I want to make the switch. See, don't make a switch. First of all, jobs are not bad. First yeah. of all, jobs are yeah, not bad. We are not trying here to influence anybody to leave a job. Okay. The my, point is. Oh, sorry. My point of asking you this question and from to be so elaborate was because. Not because jobs are bad or good, right. but happiness is the key. Correct. And if and you, if you intend happy, to do something, yeah. if you are really interested in doing something, yes, then why not leave the job? Yeah. Yes. So the point is, I would want to tell you guys out there, if at all you are planning to quit your job for something that you wish to start, first thing, first and foremost, do not do something because you think it works. Don't take up a business. Or a startup, just because you think that it works in the market, there there are a lot of times in food industry too that people think food works. So I will open a restaurant. You getting it? But that's not the case. If you're not going to be able to run the show, it doesn't make sense choosing a path which you think is working. It works not because or, or it doesn't work just by itself. It works because of the kind of people who are running it. Mm. So, if Chai Cafe has worked for me, it doesn't mean that it will necessarily work for everybody who's planning to leave an IT job and start Chai because Chai works. Mm. 
आई लव चाय आई लव मेकिंग फूड आई लव मेकिंग चाय आई लव सर्विंग चाय दैट प्रॉब्लम वन ऑफ द रीजन वाई चाय इज वेर इट इज राइट नाउ यू नो आई डिंट चूज चाय बिकॉज इट वर्क बैक देन देर वॉज नो चाय कल्चर देर वॉज नो चाय कल्चर नो बडी ऑप्टेड फॉर अ चाय कैफे इनफैक्ट आई फेस्ड लॉट ऑफ प्रॉब्लम वेन आई मैंशन दैट आई गुड स्टार्ट अ चाय कैफे एंड सेल इट फॉर फोर्टी बर्ग्स सो फर्स्ट थिंग do not do something because you think it works do something because you love to do it second thing don't be goal driven i personally feel it will be more helpful if you are passion driven you know but don't you think there should be a macro goal say a 10 year goal definitely. so you know that this is definitely that is what see when you are setting macro goals that simply means you are prepared hmm. for bigger things in life hmm. even if you are setting macro goals i am not saying don't have goals i i also have goals hmm. like for example my immediate goal is to maybe open another chai outlet hmm. but i am not completely goal driven that i want to open 500 chai outlets in hmm. india what keeps me going is that i am passion driven hmm. and when you go to do something which is driven by passion it will be more lasting than something that is driven purely or only by a goal hmm. see goal setting is easy ha goal setting is easy but to achieve those goals you really need to have a passion to fulfill those goals hmm. only then it's possible true well said before we end i want to put this on record theek hai we started this interview at 1:30 Yeah. Now it's five thirty. Five thirty is been like four hours now, <laughs> and more. Huh? And more, yeah. I'm meeting Tejas for the first time, openly as a proper, as a talk, and uh, he's been so generous to give his time. Four hours. Who who's going to give four hours for an interview? Oh no. And not, why not. I'm saying this is because we have one one hour plus of footage that we cannot use. because of audio issues and various other issues but uh, thank you very much yes yeah. thank you i got a chance to improvise myself <laughs> in the second one thank you very much for being on this you're podcast. most welcome it was it was great to meet you thank you thank you for listening in this podcast is brought to you by zaz media a digital agency from pune india we can help grow your business on social media check us out at zaz media stay tuned for the next episode